Let's see how you do against Kung Fu Gunman! You're on Plasma Power! Let's go! Hello and welcome, I'm Metal. And I'm Spod, and you're listening to PodcastMan.exe. Whenever we want a podcast wherein we detail every episode of the Mega Man Battle Network anime. Good job. Good improv there. You you did. You worked through it. Jack in. Podcast man. Power up. Power man. Podcast up. Shut up. Okay, look. We're in this together, at least. We, We tripped and fell together. We did. Uh, so we have a very, very good and fun pair of episodes this week. I'm very excited. Um, I'm just gonna go right off the bat because as soon as we started this first episode, I knew exactly what it was because I heard the sweet, sweet sounds of Scott McMeal and I knew it was the Cutman Brothers episode! Oh, episode 38 starts with Scott McMeal for you? Does it- does it not? No, it starts off with a Kurosawa takeoff. A what? Kurosawa. Is that a character? What is that? I don't know what that is. The Hidden Fortress. Ron. Oh, well, I mean, okay. Is it like the the, the little like paper puppet doll show thing? Yes, yes, yes. And you're well, right, yeah, it does no, have Scott yeah. McNeil in it, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yes. So we start off with a uh, with a Kurosawa, as Scob said. Um, yeah, and as I said, a little paper shadow puppet doll show thing. <laughs> uh, done by like uh, orated by the eldest Cutman brother, who is of course voiced by Scott McNeil, as uh, every other. Cutman brother is this episode is in the or at least in the dub is Scott McNeil talks to himself a lot. It's very entertaining. Now tell me, Scob, how does the original Japanese voice actor? First of all, hopefully it's it's uh, all the Cutman brothers are voiced by one dude in the Japanese as well. As far as I can tell. Okay, how does he compare to Scott McNeil? I think Scott McNeil takes it. <laughs> Fair enough. I just I figured I'd ask. Um, for those of you who who don't know, you might know the man, but maybe not by name. Uh, he is a very famous voice actor, uh, known largely for Beast Wars, several characters in Beast Wars, uh, most notably Rat Trap and Dinobot, and then he was also Silverbolt. Uh, but Mega Man fans will know him as the voice of Proto Man in the wonderful Ruby Spears cartoon, and you know, as the star of the show, really. So yeah, he shows up in the show as well. I think we we probably heard. Him, well, yeah, because we, we had Cut Man before, like but yeah, briefly once. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. No. This. Yeah. This is the main episode where we just get a lot of him, and it's just it's so good because every Cutman brother, it's all him, but it's all him with like, you know, a slightly different voice. Uh. So the eldest Cutman brother, the old man, is telling the story of 
the original Cutman.exe encountering Mega Man, and it's done in the style of a dramatic samurai sword battle. Complete with being in black and white and having subtitles. Yeah. Subtitles oh, there's subtitles. Be too. That's so good. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. And also now Mega Man is evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, because he uh first of all, they say he deleted him. Like, I every time I watch this show, by the time I get to this episode, I forget like when original command.exe was deleted that happened that happened Did i don't see remember that? it okay but so like the older cutman says there's some of his imagination in there right right but yeah supposedly the uh yeah uh the original command.exe that we first saw was deleted by Mega Man. um you know neither of us remember it so uh, i'm I'm not sure if it actually happened at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. But he, Though he is definitely gone, but who knows how... He might have exploded. We don't remember. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, they're telling the story of Cutman's deletion at the hands of the horrible Mega Man. And, uh, you know, they all are very much into the idea of getting revenge for their brother and, and they're uh, all cute they are all cute yes they're all very cute there's you know there's like an old one there is a very round one there's one with like a cute little like like he's got like bangs uh there's one that's kind of like you know long and lanky and i think there's like a shorter one they're all very good yeah and they're named in the order that they come in so <laughs> There's Jiro, Saburo, Rokuro, Goro. Oh, see, they do they do have names. We get their names, but I can never remember all of the names or any of the names really. I although I did remember one was Jerry. So like these guys have like in the dub have very at least for the most part normal names. Well, to be fair, names like Jiro and Saburo are totally normal names in right. Japanese. But like they, their gimmick is they all end in Uro. Well, yeah, well, just it's, it's, it's naming kids after the order in which they're born. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> so Jiro is second born boy, Saburo is third born boy. I see, okay. Which yeah, you'll definitely... remember from the face that Evil Rockman is making looking exactly like the dude who lives rent-free in my head, Kono Saburo, a completely mm -hmm. normal photographer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ordinary and human. Yeah, completely. He is both of those things. Anyway, I went to the end to check the credits, and the different cut men are voiced by different people. Oh, that's kind of a disappointment. Well, I don't know. A disappointment in some ways, but on the other ways, uh, voice actresses got to make their check. They do, but it's but it's very very funny just hearing like five different characters by the same man talking to himself. I don't know. I it, with like slightly different voices. I think it's very funny. Uh, that's why I said that I prefer the Scott McNeil. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so these guys want revenge, and um, oh no, it's motherfucking Shao Man, which I did not, I, I forgot he showed up in this episode. He's He shows up in a bunch, I think he's going to show up like a bunch, and I did not realize just how present he was, which is unfortunate. Uh, that's why I wasn't surprised to see him, because as you'll recall when we were talking earlier, I was like, ah, yes, it's Shadow Man, we're going to see more of him. Well, I wanted to believe otherwise. Now, listeners, the one thing that you have to keep in mind when you are imagining these cut men is that uh-huh. they do look like cut man. Yep. They look like you would expect cut man to look, except like, for the really? giant C on their on their uh, chests. But yeah, that, like they, literally, they're, they're just cut man with the C. They are just cut man. Oh, but and they all hold their little their little hands to make a little scissor motion. Yeah. <laughs> like, you cute. know, you, yeah, honestly, like, good on, like, EXE for looking at Cutman Classic and being like, this is the perfect design. We don't need to change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing would be improved. <laughs> no, there's... <laughs> for once. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, so Shaman's here, and he's, you know, he's all down for killing Rockman for any reason, so he'll help these guys. And I just, and you know, as much as I'm not happy to see Shadow Man, well, sort of, you know, it's mixed. Um, but, you know, it, it does make sense for, for Shadow Man and uh, cut, various cut mans to team up, having, you know, similar... Uh, weapon gimmicks to them. Yeah, especially how very uh, old Japanese family themed the Cutmen are in this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then Shadow Man shows up and it's like, okay, yeah, cool. And now the ninja's here. We got it. Yeah. It, no, yeah, no. There's going to be a lot of that in uh, this episode. Oh, do do they do they say snip out loud throughout the episode? They say chop. Bing. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. In in the dub, they go snip, 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 and it's very good. Yes. Uh. So yeah. So the uh, plan to kill Mega Man as usual. Um. Back in the real world, Lan is late once again. I need uh, to be but- fair. Apparently, he had his alarm set for like five thirty. No child wakes up at five thirty. Yeah, no, like, you know, you think it's, like, another day of school, but, like, seemingly no, or at least, I don't know. But, yes, he reveals that he was supposed to wake up at, like, or, yeah, he was supposed to wake up really early, meet his friends at, like, 6 in the fucking morning, and it's, like, 7.30, and I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why would you, like, be so masochistic as to, like, meet anywhere at 6 a.m.? What would you be doing at 6 a.m.? I ask you. Apparently and then I joined the mascara club, the eyeliner <laughs> club, because when he shows up late, all of these well, children have beautiful emo or goth they do. eyeliner on. They, they have like angry eyes, which come with, yeah, winged eyeliner. <laughs> but, but here's the other thing. Okay. So on the way he's, yeah. So uh, hub is like, I mean, yeah, to give you credit, your alarm was set and everything, but something cut the wire. Yeah, but like that breaks, that made me ask, wait a minute, is this saying like the cutman.exe, like cut the real life, like wire? 
in one of his clocks. I used to get angry about that, but now I just let it roll. That's how this universe works. Angry? I'm just, I, I still, <laughs> I still have enough in me to question it. Uh, but yeah. Although in this case, it is one thing that, like, I guess you could technically do, because if you over... You've heard of people sending worms and viruses into computers that get them to overheat and melt their motherboards, right? They say it as, like, he says specifically, like, something about a wire being cut, which makes me assume at least, like, a real-world wire. No, 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 no. But are you are you with me on the worms and viruses that can do that to computers? Right, 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 right. So what, what if... Cutman sent a virus into the alarm clock, which is connected to the internet through the Internet of Things, which is a terrible uh -huh. idea, and uh -huh. it overheated the piece of machinery that oh, the wire okay. was plugged into, and then the wire falls off almost as if it were cut. Gotcha. Okay. That's certainly possible, but really in this world, so is Cutman.exe managing to cut the real life wire of this device. In Somehow. this world, the latter is actually more possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Lan is late, as his friends expected. And really, Lan kind of apparently set himself up for failure because he it was his idea to meet at 6 a.m. And apparently they were going to meet up to go to this breakfast place to get chocolate-covered pancakes. Oh, not steamed meat buns? <laughs> oh! No, not seen meat buns. <laughs> I was going to ask if they uh, changed the food around. <laughs> there you go. Is steamed meat bun very breakfasty kind of thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Having a bun in the morning is very breakfasty. Okay, but yeah. Uh, so for as... those who read Timo oh. Wadachi, say chan, say honey. Do you want a Meat bun or a bean bun? God, this is, I think this is going to be a joke only for you. Uh, this is a joke that only I and other people who read this horrifying manga will ever get. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, yeah. but yeah, so Lan is kind of like just being like, okay, I'm already late. Like Mega Man, just like go connect to everyone else and tell them to go on without me. And yeah, but as Mega Man is making his way across the net, uh, the Cutman, the Cutmen's, whatever, they, they cut something again. More or less, they cut his path that he's traveling on, and he somehow winds up in um, basically like a very traditional Japanese net village. And it's very neat, but it's also totally empty. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just I just love that the cut men can just cut anything. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's their power. Uh so yeah, so uh Mega Man arrives in this mysterious net village, not quite sure where he is in the internet. Uh he and says then... it's supposed to be Ku Chinatown, but uh -huh. it looks suspiciously like old Japan. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be old Chinatown? That's where they were headed. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, so just when he thinks that he is alone in this mysterious village, 
cutmen.exe suddenly appear and proclaim, I'm going to make paper dolls out of you! <laughs> yeah, uh, which is the very first thought I had when these paper villagers suddenly appear to attack him. And paper samurai, they have yes. little katana with them. Yeah, and, and oh the my animation God, you know is actually pretty clever for them yes. too. Yes, no, I loved the look of all the paper things in this episode so much. They're CGI. Um, they're CGI, but it's like, but like you know, but sometimes they two D. They, they yes, they are completely two exactly D. Like you paper. see them like well, you will see them wave sometimes, and it's very fluid. And then like you know, even as they're like like you know animating sometimes it's more like a basic frame by frame movement and yeah it's 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 for cg it is very evocative of like paper puppets they really did a very good job like this is not cringy at all this is actually no. really working well no it's really cool and i also thought it's kind of clever because like a lot of these guys, like, so they're kind of like silhouette paper dolls. Like, they just appear as shadows. So I also, and like, they, some of them you literally see come out of the shadows. And I thought it's a very clever idea of what you get if you combine, like, Cut Man's abilities and Shadow Man's abilities together. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it like that. Oh yeah, no, I I I I realized and I was like, oh my god, this is this is really good. <laughs> Man. So yeah, check out this episode. Yeah. Uh, check out this episode as we say about really about all most of these episodes. I was gonna say all, but then I was like, no. <laughs> this, uh, some of them are no. Some of them are just like some of them are like I don't I don't know if any of them are like legit bad, but oh, plenty of them are definitely not uh super entertaining here's the thing but, i never want to watch yai having to go to the bathroom again okay i mean that's fair yeah um anyway but yeah anyway, so, uh, the, there's uh some there's some kids who are going to get kidnapped yeah there's some kids who are going to get kidnapped because even when they when land's friends all go on ahead to like find this uh you know this breakfast joint it's like it's already closed by the time they get there, and it can't be any later than eight. So I'm like, what the fuck kind of business is this? Oh, it was a limited edition. There were only so many meat buns available. Oh, okay. Because in the dub, like the sign says close. It has like close over it, and then yeah, they say it's closed already. Yeah, yeah, it is closed already. They only had so many meat buns. Okay, well, uh, I'm, well, they didn't specify that, like, they ran out of supply. Is it was limited I mean. edition, all you can eat. Right. Well, just ran out of everything. I mean, again, I, I don't think they ever mentioned it being limited edition either, or any of that. Oh, they so, do in the original, so sorry. Right, yeah, no, but so in the dub, it just seems like this place is just closed by eight. Like six to eight? Oof. Okay, uh, j just, yeah, kids are gonna be kidnapped because a, a mysterious stranger shows up to be like, hey, I know where you can get some food, and, like, he's so suspicious-looking that even the kids are, like, immediately sus of him. Anyone would be sus of him. 
Yeah, I was certainly sus of him. Yeah. Um, and I also was like, mm, I don't think that's Miyavi. These kids no, are in danger. No. <laughs> it's uh, soon. So, uh, Mega Man is back defending himself from the local commissariat. Yes. Oh, and um, the whole the the reason that this is such a problem for Mega Man is because like he was kind of traveling between like Lands P and like his friends' connection. He's more or less like stranded in this like pocket net village. Land did not bring any uh, battle chips with him, so yeah, he's essentially alone with just his basic blaster. And, He's okay. up against exploding lanterns and an endless stream of paper people who are being cut out live on set by the cutmen. Yeah. yeah. And they show them now, doing it. It's so cool. And, like, I also love that, like, there's, like, you know, th- this this whole village seems like it's not really supposed to be there in the net. At least, I don't know. I They don't really explain it in the dub, at least. So for all I know at this point, the Cutmen themselves have somehow made this entire village. They could have. They could have. And uh, I also just made a note at one. Yeah, they are winning. They are ruining uh, pretty fucking hard. And uh, there's a point when one of them calls Mega Man Mega Loser Man, which is just, you know by the delivered by Scott McNeil, it's just very good. It's just, you know, it feels right to hear even like, you know, kind of like sounding different. It feels right to hear the voice of Ruby Spears proto man calling Mega Man a, a dweeb and a loser. It is as things should be. <laughs> as opposed to the imposter. Yeah. Uh, I just want to note that another thing that they use to attack Mega Man is a big Big old paper fish. I was going to with the paper fish, yes! Yes! Oh, the paper fish, because, yeah, that's the thing that moves, like, that waves around a lot. And it's just, oh, it's so cool when it moves. It is cool. And Mega Man finds it hard to hit the fish because it goes straight on and becomes 2D. And I'm like, oh, man, I know what Yvonne Galleon episode this is like. Oh, God, I don't remember that one anymore. It's the one where the angel Iduel is a 3D shadow of a 2D object, and then Shinji has to go inside of the 2D object and kill it from the inside. Right, fuck, okay, yeah. And then, like, and then fucking, you know, one, like, bursts out of it looking metal as fuck and bloody. Or is that different? Okay, uh, so I'm glad yeah. I remember that right. <laughs> anyway, um... You will take Ava out of my cold, dead hands. No, I... No, look. No, no, I, I don't want to take... I would never want to take Ava out of your hands. I, like, God knows, like... God knows we all have mixed feelings about it, or at least, like, some of us have mixed feelings about it, but I would never talk down or, like, give anyone shit for being into... Evangelion, for nothing else at least, for like, you know, nostalgia's sake. I mean, to be more exact, uh, you will take 
the angels of yes. and fight scenes of Evangelion right. yeah. and the no. Everything else I don't really feel strongly about. You know what? That's fair. And really, I think I think I, I, I think I, I can agree with that statement. You know, I definitely like I, I like Evangelion a lot uh, when it's a weird mecha anime. Oh, yes. That is like peak. That is, it's, yeah. it's what I came for. It's what I grew up with, like back when it aired in 97 mm -hmm. so uh when i was three years old oh boy and i was 13 <laughs> i am old you are old but it's okay oh man but it was so annoying because every other episode would be a big talky episode yeah, and like you know, it's not that's budget. Like... I understand, and also character building, but I didn't like any of the characters they were building. I just wanted to see more <laughs> angels. No, like yeah, like I I think that's a pretty fair statement. I don't know if I even like care about the characters. I mean, I don't know. It's not like I I don't feel like I don't care or like I dislike any of them. But I'm definitely way more here for the mechas and angels. Although, considering like the kind of anime, I, like or at least some of the anime I watch these days, you'd think I'd also be very there for. I mean, yeah, I think I'd say I'm there for the dark shit too. I mean, there's anyway. nothing wrong with dark shit. It's just that I'm not here for. Shinji and Asuka fighting yeah. about boobs. I'm just not here yeah. for it. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Anyway, so that anyway, was our tangent the about episode. A yeah, that was about a totally different anime. Let's get back to the anime that we're actually podcasting about. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Mega Man does manage to hit the 2D object head on, and he <laughs> burns a line of fire through the fish. But yeah. then mysterious paper shadow hands come out and wrap all around his legs to immobilize him. Uh-huh. And very basically cool. he Yeah, it is very cool. So he gets like basically tied up in you know paper rope by all of these paper men who are holding him down. Our boy and, is grappled. Yeah, and then he hears the voice the voices of his friends, but uh as soon as, you know, the paper doors open and their silhouettes are shown in the light, he realizes that they are just, you know, more shadow paper dolls of his friends. It's paper friends. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like the Cutman really learned a lot about all of them very quickly. Cutmen are geniuses. They are. And, you know, the rage of seeing he, his these fake friends of his and having to fight them inspires Hub to basically throw his weight around to get the, you know, all the paper men off of him. Yes. And then he manages to, with just one power shot, take down all of the paper friends. <laughs> And he's so what? pissed because he had to shoot his friends even if they were made of paper. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely very upset about that. Also, what were you referencing there? Now, with one power shot, you'll uh, see what vengeance means. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> Look, I don't listen to Act 1 a whole lot. 
in comparison. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's a classic, <laughs> though. I know. But yeah, so th thank you for that. Um, uh, so yeah, once again, uh, Land does not have any chips to give Mega Man to help him fight. Uh, so Land, or er, Mega Man tries to just like bail the situation. And once again, they the Cutmen dem demonstrate that they can just like cut entire pads of the network. Literally, like we see them, he, we see him, like we see one of them, His like head goes off of frame, off of screen, and then when we see the little cutty bits go back into the into frame, they are cutting a real physical wire. Yeah, they are cutting a real physical wire, or at least like a metaphor of like internet structure pieces. But yeah, yeah, like they can, and that and... disconnects Brockman. I mean, Megan from lands. P.E.T. The yes. screen goes fuzzy. So yeah, now that Mega Man is thoroughly trapped, they whip out their next ultimate weapon, which is a goddamn paper dragon. Oh yeah! In fact, uh, when they can, I think like, oh uh, god, no, I they get out a piece of paper, they yes. unfold it, they throw it out of the pagoda, and then they jump onto it, and then they cut out the dragon yes, midair. Yes. Snip, snip, snip. Yes. It's very, it's very fun. So yeah, so uh, at this point, uh, Hub is also like, why are you guys so fucking pissed at me? And they're like, duh, you killed our brother. Or, and all that. But like, and apparently like, Hub is also doesn't remember killing Cutman either. So like, yeah, no one knows. No one remembers what's actually ha what actually happened to poor Cutman original. Well, just like in Kurosawa's great film, Ran, maybe the truth is found in multiple retellings. Maybe, but, you know, I'm not maybe gonna... Maybe there is truth to be found. Maybe there's not. Also, uh, it is not a dragon, it is technically a Kirin. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I knew it was like a very specific sort. I mean, yeah, I didn't really... It definitely didn't look like a typical dragon by any means. Neither uh, like a typical European or a typical Asian dragon. But yeah, that was the closest approximation I could think of. Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not saying anything bad. Like, to Western audience, that looks like a dragon. Yep. But they call but it no, a Kirin, yeah, no. so a Kirin it is. I see. No, I, I didn't know that's what it was called. Have you ever heard of Kirin before? I'm pretty sure you have. Probably, but like... I like the know. beer. The the beer? The beer. Kirin beer. Well, I don't know. Is it a Japanese beer? Yeah, it's one of Japan's most famous beers. Well, see, I don't even drink, like, American beer, so... <laughs> I'm not very well-versed in international beers, either. All right. That's, that's fair enough. Uh, meanwhile, back in the real world, we return to the kids and find out they're not... Uh, they're luckily not kidnapped, but they're not exactly in a great situation either. They are apparently just so hangry that they are eating the shady guys like shitty, shitty ramen. Be kind to yourself, children. Don't do this. Yeah, like, like the whole time, uh, they're like very vocally, uh, you know, criticizing it. But the, shop the man is called just the world's worst noodles. 
Is that what it says? Yes. Well, you know, well, I mean, I guess the man is is delivering what he's selling. And yeah, they just keep eating it. And then, you know. They're still angry. They still are wearing their eyeliner. Oh, yeah, that's true. They have their angry eyeliner again. And then for the second time in this uh, this episode, they say, oh, fuck, this guy again. As motherfucking Chod appears. Leaving, <laughs> leaving what's implied to be a restaurant by some possibly ad lib dub lines of like, you know, thank you for dining with us, sir. Yada yada. No, that's and, original. Okay, cool, cool. And apparently, he the he just ate at some banging fucking place, or at least like banging an atmosphere, because he's leaving a very huge, huge, huge ornate building. He's leaving a mock-up of the Forbidden City. Oh, wow. So, yeah, but he does say, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what he says originally, but in the dub, he basically complains about, like, for the price, the the soup should have been, like, a little, like, cooler, I assume, so he could actually eat it right away or something. I don't know, but yeah. uh, Most of all, he's on the lookout for Lan. He says it aloud? Yeah. Oh my god. See, in the dub, he's going around and, like, he spots, like, the little, like, ramen shop. And he, like, you know, you can see the backs of Lan's friends. And he was like, well, if I'd known there was a noodle shop right around, I would have just gone to that instead. Seeming, like, I think, like, it's supposed to be implied that, like, yeah, he would have just gone to eat noodles with Lan's friends, but especially Lan, because when he, like, goes and peeks in, he sees all of them, but that, but he is definitely disappointed that Lan is not there with them. Until he runs straight into Lan, or should we say Lan runs straight into him? Right, right. No, oh, but, but, hold on, before that, though, um... You want to talk about the lasers? No, not the lasers. Um, I, 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 there's another thing with, with Lan's uh, part here that I I must point out. See, like, okay, I was wrong. He doesn't actually go and peek in with, like, to, like, actually look for Lan. He kind of just, like, sees the back of his friends and is like, oh, well, obviously Lan is going to be there. And he kind of just keeps on walking by. Then, like, he, you know, he just passes right by them. And then, like, he says to himself, huh, I thought Lan was going to be with them. As if, like, it was not his intention to, like, go and find Lan and say hello to him. His intention was just to pass by and assume that Lan would, I guess, just sniff it out, just sniff him out and run out and catch him and bark at him. Uh, that's how they interact. I know! Like, I'm not saying, like, it's wrong. love language. I know! (laughs) It's still, like, just really funny that it plays out like that! So yeah, like he's and like it's also just funny. He seemingly does not give a fuck about any of the other guys. Oh, absolutely not. They are just collateral. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lan and Enzon team up, and yeah. that brings oh, Proto Man in to save the day. And it yes, looks wait, wait, kind wait, wait, of wait, wait, no. hold on. Sorry, there's another thing I must point out. Uh, because yes, after also they literally run into each other. 
Lan tells, yeah, Lan tells Chaw about what's happened and, like, you know, openly asks for help while giving him big, sad, wobbly eyes. Oh, he has become an Ugu boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought that had to be stated. Oh, it absolutely has to be stated. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they team up, they go to... Like so, yeah. Lance says, "I don't know where Mega Man is supposed to be at." So they're kind of just like looking around at like the nearby area, and they come upon, I guess, this place where a ramen cutter machine is on the fritz. And you know, knowing the rules of this world well, they're just like, "Oh, a piece of machinery is uh, fucking up. That's gotta be where shit's going down." And so they plug into that. And they are right. Mm-hmm. So yes, a, pro oh, a red light comes out in the heavens, and so Mega Man looks up and he thinks at first perhaps it's going to be another one of the lasers that the Kirin has been sending out of his mouth like Gogeta, but instead <laughs> it manifests into Proto Man descending from the night sky who cuts to save the his boyfriend into flaming confetti, and it's rather pretty. Honestly, I don't I don't remember if there was flaming confetti or anything like that. I don't. I definitely don't remember being like particularly awed by his entrance. So I don't know. I liked the flaming confetti. No, I'm. I. I. No, I think like I'm just not sure if it even happened. Period in the dub. He has a flaming sword too. He does have a flaming sword. This is true. So yeah, uh, Pro Man is here to swoop in and save his boyfriend. Uh, Shadow is eager to come back out. Uh, but first. But first. Before that. Uh huh. <laughs> the Cutmen are like, "Hey, who are you?" And Pro Man says, "That's not how you introduce yourself. There are certain ways that we must introduce ourselves." And I'm thinking to myself, the naming of cats. Well, that definitely does not happen in the dub. <laughs> oh, all right. But uh, first thing you have to know is that a cut man is not a dog. <laughs> Thank you. And so your memory, I'll jog. When I say cut man is not a dog. Thank you. All the cut men do a little pose together and introduce themselves, and it's very cute. It is very good. Uh, but yeah, and so Shadow Man, like, briefly reappears just to be like, bye fuckers, I'm out of here. And so to, you know, now that he's got access to all his, to all his stuff again, and also I, I gotta mention that uh, Lance plan all along was to catch up with his friends and then borrow some of their battle chips to save Mega Man. So yeah, he's definitely borrowed some of Chod's chips. But Absolutely. Yeah. So, I also yeah, want to so point he... out another, oh, yes. another link with the, the Evangelion episode uh -huh. is that in order to suss out Shadow Man, whom Proto Man instinctually recognizes is lurking. Shadow oh, Man yeah. is living inside of the 2D shadow. That's right, of yeah. Jiro the Cut Man. And That's then right. it gets attacked by the sword and it starts bleeding, just like in Ava. And then oh, Shadow there's Man. There's no blood in the dub. Well, not. It 
bleeding with flame, like the flame is coming off of it. Oh, okay. But it feels well, like the, bleeding the original, because the shadow lengthens. <laughs> the shadow lengthens, sort of like a blood trail, and then Shadow Man pops out of it, holding his injured arm. It's like, oh man, yeah, you know, no, I, for, I, I forgot to note that, but yeah, that is a very cool moment. But yeah, so then he fucks off. Um, Bland has Mega Man change into heat gut style, which is, you know, uh, element change that, that, you know, actually makes sense by the golden Pokemon rules, because, you know, fire melts steel, yada yada. And then all the cut men prepare for battle by basically making their the scissors on their heads grow into rabbit ear scissors, and they look very cute. Love the cut men. Yeah. Uh, you know. Look, they're pure. As they are. <laughs> Mega they Man think comes that at them Mega saying, Man is an evil bad guy who wants to destroy the world. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say, and so they're trying to protect everything. They are. Ugh, poor things. And so Mega Man comes at them saying, don't you know not to run with scissors? And, um... <laughs> oh, right, okay, So sorry, I just had to r remind myself what exactly what's actually going on so yeah uh shadow man is attempting to escape and i don't remember what he said exactly but i i know he said something that made me stop and ask like if he was the one who made this village which huh. yeah would yeah, yeah it makes sense and but you know but proto man has caught up to him yet again uh proving that you know Proto Man having a cool fight with Shadow Man is eternal in every iteration of Mega Man. Absolutely eternal. And yeah, they, they have the sort of thing where they go past one another and then they each uh -huh. land a glancing blow. Yes, and then um, you know, uh, Proto Man does another strike at him. This time, like you know, seeming to crack his mask open. And I wanted and to see the face underneath I so bad. I wanted to see his face, too. I also very much wanted to see his face. Like, yeah, you definitely get, like... In this episode, you get, like, one close-up of him that very much makes him look like he's, like, a very human... He has a very human head wearing a cloth mask over it. Yeah, it's right as he's cradling his face and he has his hand over the broken part, but the rest of his face is just a face under a latex mask that is form-fitting to it. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so like, oh, yeah, we... he looks exactly like Miyavi underneath. Oh, God. Release the bishy! Release it! Look, we, we have to wait. All good things come to those who wait and all that. I don't mean Miyavi, I mean Shadow Man. Release him. Oh, fair enough. Let us see under the mask. We want to I see know. it. I also want to see it, but alas, he covers his uh, his, the exposed part of his face and then disappears. Uh, meanwhile, <sighs> you know, the Cutman brothers are working together to prepare a big, big attack at Mega Man, which essentially creates a giant pair of scissors that just looks like, you know, a big old Pac-Man. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, like, Mega Man comes back at them, like, saying, uh, you know, rock beats scissors, and, you know, and I write something something Hunter x Hunter joke here. Thank you, I wrote the same thing. Oh, good! <laughs> I wrote, John can boo! <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh God. John Ken Goo. Because he does the exact same thing. Oh, good. <sighs> Fantastic. Um, duh, duh, duh. Sorry, I lost my Rockman place. Rockman or Quinn. <laughs> huh? I said Rockman Ant or Quinn. <laughs> and, you know, despite how... in the system, eh, eh, eh? Anyway, uh, unfortunately, uh, even though this is a nice little net pocket village, uh, you know, Mega Man's attack kind of destroys the whole damn thing, which is unfortunate destroys it i thought that it just took off the glamour that had transformed the chinatown into the mysterious old J japan town oh is that what the idea was yeah because all the darkness uh fades off of it in digital pixels and it leaves behind a more chinese town uh okay it's in the exact yeah. same shape as the old or i mean not the exact same but a very similar shape to the old japanese shadow town Okay, I guess I, I just didn't uh, interpret it correctly then. But yeah, so, you know, uh, day, day is saved and all that. Uh, Lan and Chad, like, you know, kind of, like, make their way out together. And they honestly look very cute, like, standing aside, walking, like, both with, like, a cute little smile on their faces. And, you know, it's nice. It looked like they and... were just on a date, honestly. <laughs> like his friends run into them and they're like oh land so this is what you were you, you this is what you ditched us for so they're jealous that you know he, he ditched them to hang out with his boyfriend instead yep and like and enzon's all smiling and touching land's shoulders like oh they're such good friends it's like it's really it's kind of wild like how like much they've turned around on like being friends i think I, they just I, accepted that they're hate friends and they ran with it yeah like i guess but like now there's not even like any hate in there like i think they're just friends now but it's like so. the, yeah because like he sure just they, they just straight up act like it so uh yeah so the they catch him uh and Lan is quick to, you know, get on his hands and knees and apologize to his friends and promise to make it up to them somehow. And Melu decides that the way they're gonna, you know, he's gonna make it up is that like they're he's gonna get up first thing in the morning and everyone's gonna come into his house and he's going to make them chocolate covered pancakes. And that's sweet. It is. It's cute to think about. Although, like, my first thought was like, Melu, why do you think this boy can cook? <laughs> well, in the original, they told him that he had to get up super early and get takeout orders of the meat buns for all of them. Aww, that's yeah. No, the dumbest. And then Enzon says, and you have to get my order too, because I'll be there. It's like, oh. No, oh my god, no, that makes it, it, it's so much cuter in the dub with the idea being that like, he's gonna make it for him, because yeah, Chaz is just like, yeah, is, like, kind of gives him like another nudge saying like, yeah, he's gonna come too, and it's like, oh my god, it's, you, you boys are being like, illegally cute way too fast. It's also just really cute thinking of, you know, Chad wanting something as childhood-like as, you know, chocolate-covered pancakes. Yeah, that is cute. 
So yeah, that was it was a very very good episode. We I really remember, though, become did... Hunter Hunter boys. Yeah. Did the did the other Coven brothers they all Oh no, okay, no, never mind. I answered my own question. I was I thought they were maybe deleted for a second, but no, they show up again, so that's not true. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They come out for another paper dolls at the end. Yes. Ugh, love them. They are so cute. So, yeah, and then, so the next episode is also very, very cute and fun. And, you know, uh, so, like, uh, instant, the instant recognition, instant recognition that, uh, Scott McNeil's voice gave me, I very quickly realized which episode this was when we open into, you know, the net arcade and we see Dex battling against a boy with long blonde hair and i was like yes princess pride we know who this is yeah yeah it's so great to see her it it really is it's great to see her it's great to see nightman even though his exe counterpart part isn't as hot as classic but you know we still appreciate him it's still it's still fine it's fine. I'm just saying it's not as hot as Nightman dot or I mean Nightman Classic because Nightman Classic he's more shapely. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, so uh, Nightman is fighting off against Gutsman and Gutsman loses and Dex still cares so much about his boy and he, so he openly weeps when his boy is defeated. Oops. And but it's and fine. Then, it's fine. It's We've fine. Got a of course, great yeah. Who is on and. 18 winning streak and she or he wants to go up against Neto. Really? I don't know if they mentioned uh the 18 streak. All I remember was like someone commented about how like, whoa, that guy beat Gutsman with one punch. A lot of people can do that. Don't be so impressed. I know, but yeah. Uh so it's just as Lance is coming in to challenge this new guy. Uh, a bunch of ladies in suits show up, and I swear I hear like the a dub Adlib voice. Like there, you know, there's a bunch of muttering words being muttered, but I I swear I hear one kid going, "Is that the BFI?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That is really good. So, of course, so, yeah. our new boy is out of there, being chased by a bunch of women in suits. Oh, man. Yeah. And we gotta go. And so, uh, Lan is like, oh, gotta help this guy who's on the lamb, on the run. We'll just uh, go to the one place that girls can't go. The men's room. Yeah, no, it's really funny. Um, I also just want to point out that, like, he asked the he asked the guy, why, why do those women want you? Like, that's the exact line. Women want me. Men want to be me. I'm Prince Pride. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. We'll go to the one place where those women can't follow us, and it's just like, land boy, no. And, you know, uh, and so our, uh, you know, our new boy is blushing very deeply as they 
uh, exit the men's room. Oh, and I should, oh yeah, and you know, we gotta mention that uh, Land's plan works because yes, the women all run out. Uh, very embarrassed. really strange because if they were actual consummate professionals, they would just go in. Obviously, yeah, but you know. But this is a kid's show. Okay, uh-huh. fine. So yeah, so, you know, the coast is clear. Lan asks who this guy is. And uh, he says, you can call me Whip, which I think is very cute because, you know, it's in the dub, you know, the country of origin is Brightland, but it is in the game's Creamland. So yeah, it's very good. They call it Creamland in the original too. Mm-hmm. And the the dude is calling himself Poipu. <sighs> What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Oh, good. Well, you know what? Uh, point to the dub for this one, then, because at least whip is a thing. To be fair, whip is hoipu in Japanese, but uh, turning that into poipu, I don't get it. Yeah, no. Um, But yeah, so, you know, now that, the, uh, you know, now that the coast is clear, uh, whip tells him that he's, you know, uh, he's visiting Dentex City, and Lana's like, "Oh, hey, I can show you all kinds of things around." So he just like you know starts taking him on a tour of Dentex City. Uh, one thing is, that's cute about it is that like he meant he he shows Whip the the children's curry stand, and he says the curry there is actually really good, which is sweet. I'm just glad he likes their curry. But he's like, but the people there aren't so nice. And you just see Yahoot uh, with, like, you know, a chef hat and a, a, a pot of curry. And he just says, like, with a smile on his face, get out. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. But I'm really glad that that's one place that Lan took a whip because, you know, yeah. it's the children. It is. You're proud of them. You're going to give them business. It's like, it is very cute. Although, like, Whip came to Japan and he just wants to see the ordinary things that ordinary tourists would see. And Neto goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll take you to the best curry joint." Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it is cute, especially when you play like that. Though, Whip's a shitty tour guide because he does not. Yeah, like it's sweet that he he's showing Whip all the places he knows, but you know, it's not like that's not where the tourists go, you idiot. No, the tourists do not go. Well, maybe the tourists will go to Yahoo's shop eventually once it gets a good name for itself. But the tourists will not go to Higsby's chip shop under the train tracks. No, nor will they go to the school that Land goes to. <laughs> ah, all tourists love to go to local Japanese school. Now, I will say though that one thing he shows, another thing he shows Whip uh, that is very worth the attention is our good friend Mesa. Yes. And uh, oh, it's so cute. That's and like, what cause... we call a living national treasure. Oh yes, exactly. And this part's cute too because, like, yeah, Land talks him up about, starts like weeping with joy. He's just so glad to be appreciated by Land. He loves this boy. He does, he does, and he gives him free fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, so, meanwhile, as this tour is going on, we find out that, uh, there- Oh, it's right, it's on the news, it's news that, that you know, the princess of Brightland is visiting, 
And I say to myself, God, I love me a runaway princess story so much. So much. And they're oh. talking about how uh, the princess made this new antivirus program, which is Nightman. And I'm just like, you made this shit? Like, good fucking job. <laughs> yeah, she she's a genius. She's great. Yeah. We love ourselves uh, and a on news, can actually do things. Yeah, it's great. And on the news, we, you know, we see Princess Pride, but uh, there is a slip up during her graceful walk to suggest that she is perhaps an imposter. <laughs> and, you know, seeing her land is like, man, being a princess must be awesome. I bet you get to do whatever you want. And Whip who is very bad at keeping up his act is like, no, man, being a princess sucks. Like, princess, you never get to do anything. Uh, like, you have your whole life planned out ahead of you. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, I mean, but that's just what I hear. Oh, did you not get the kimono scene? The kimono scene? Yeah, yeah, they go to a historical part of the town. And oh. they see a woman in a lovely pink kimono walking by... And Princess Pride goes, oh, man, I love that kimono. It's so pretty. No, what? And then, and then Lance says, the kimonos are for girls, silly. And oh Pride goes, what, really? You haven't figured it out yet? Oh, my God, no. That didn't happen at all. The reveal comes much later. No, he's just being an idiot. Well, I mean, okay, fair enough. But, like, wow, yeah, no, that didn't happen at all in the dub. Wow. And then they eat ice cream together outside, and she says, oh, this is the first time in my whole life that I've ever eaten outside. That did happen, yes. Also, I, I want to point out that uh, the, the, the Princess Pride impersonator looks like ten years older than Whip appears right now. I just <laughs> want to point that out. Being princess ages you. I know. <laughs> and then, so then, uh, Mega Man finally thinks of like a fun tourist thing for Whip to do and suggests to Land that uh, he bring him to like an amusement park that's nearby. So as they're on their merry way, uh, once again, I'm like, oh, fuck, not you again, because it's chill, man. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and apparently Grave is aware of the antivirus program uh, that is our dear friend Nightman. And knows that they that he can wreck Graves' shit. So, you know, they're out to destroy it. Yada yada. <laughs> also, one fun thing to point out about the Princess Pride impersonator that comes across in the original, and I don't know if it comes across in the dub, is that the impersonator is a boy. No! No, it's, he is very... The, the impersonator is very much, like, it has a woman's voice and everything. Like, we don't, and we don't see, like, a wig coming off. We only see that, like, you know, uh, the, the impersonator lowers her fan to just show that, like, her lower face is very different from Princess Pride's. Yeah, the lower face is different, and then the, the boy uh, is using boku pronouns and other such male speech. Well, that sure does not happened in the dub it's a woman but that's a fu fun little switch up isn't it it is i'm delighted to learn this 
But, you know, this is the dub, so no cross-dressing allowed, I guess. No cross-dressing allowed. Except for Princess Pride pretending to be a boy. You know, that's fine. Uh, no males dressing up as females allowed. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, um, so Lan has also so called bitch. all his buddies to join him and Whip at the amusement park. And in the dub, we get, like, an interesting, like, delivery of dialogue when Yai is talking about, like, I can't believe Lan disappears all day. And then calls up out of the blue to show up at this amusement park with some new guy. And, you know, just expects us to hang out all of a sudden. As if we didn't have anything better to do. So it's like she's taking these, like, pauses that are kind of, you know weird but like are very obviously done for lip-syncing purposes oh yeah yeah that's what it was for but you know what the dubbers are doing their best no i'm saying like it's bad it's just you know it's like i just it was just like i noticed this and i know why this is happening and the gib the girls in black are back yeah oh i should also mention uh i i made a note uh, that i i figured at this point his Friends were thinking, why does Lan keep running off to hang out with other boys all alone? <laughs> but they're right on top of it, because as soon as the ladies attack, all the friends are all like, yeah, yeah, tell us the details later, we're helping you now. Yeah, no, I was very happy that they were just immediately ride or die for Whip. Including uh, Dex doing his yes. little Sonic the Hedgehog roll. Yes, it's straight up just does a Sonic roll, you're right! <laughs> And, like, there's, like, a moment where they're like, hey, Whip, can you drive? And I'm like, wait, and we can? Yeah, but no, they're, they're you know, they're driving on uh, go-karts in the in the park. And then they uh, get on the cup ride, and Yai uses her forehead flash yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I also made the note that we had the return of forehead flash. And, uh, so, yeah, so there's, you know, much hijinks ensue as they escape the women in black. Uh, on different rides. Uh, finally, it seems that they've escaped them again, and, you know, Whip and Lan kind of pause just to take a breath, only it turns out that they've stepped on a, a fountain platform in the park and get soaked. <laughs> but of course, since they're already wet, they're just like, fuck it, let's go play around in the fountain some more, which, like, I fully understand that desire. Like, any like on a like on a warm sunny day like if i'm like at any like show me any public fountain on like a warm sunny day and i will want to jump in it it's very inviting it is and yeah and so they're they're just you know having fun playing and splashing around whip is just very very cute and um you know once they're done playing in the water and splashing around and like looking at rainbows um you know, they go into, they go to change clothes, and this is when, yeah, so this is, so was the, her comment on the kimono earlier supposed to be, like, kind of, like, the connection of, like, when they change into the robes after getting wet? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because, yeah, in the dub, they just, you know, they just change into robes. Which I was just like, yeah, I didn't really question it so much, but now knowing that there was this other 
story beat. It was foreshadowing that she wanted to. Yeah. Because, so yeah, so she uh, comes out in a very, you know, feminine kimono, kind of like looking like she may have some like makeup on, but like her hair is styled up like very feminine. So yeah, Lan is like, wait, you're a girl? And and she's like, yeah, didn't you figure it out already? And now she's like, yeah. And it's now now that she's speaking normally, she definitely does sound like much older. Because she is older than everyone else. I know, yeah, but, you know, as when she's playing the role of Whip, like, you know, she doesn't like, she's like not much taller than Lan. And, you know, she sounds like a convincing enough, like, you know, young teenage boy. That fair like enough, it definitely enough. she yeah she appears way younger when she's disguised as a boy so yeah and so she's like that's not a problem is it and Lance just like no I like having girlfriends well I mean you know what I mean friends and... who are also girls mm-hmm. uh, so then we get and... to finally have our little fight between Lan and Princess Bride yeah we do they yeah it's like the last thing they want to do so yeah they're having their fight uh. Lan once again makes me mad that he's mistyping attacks by going up against a steel attack with a rock attack and being surprised that it just breaks right through it because steel is super effective against rock, Lan. Don't you know these things? <laughs> uh, but then he gets the idea to, uh, you know, dual wield an electric blade and a water blade and then just strap a fan onto his boy's back so he can come at him very fast it's Uh, a pretty even battle though it is yeah yeah unfortunately it gets interrupted by shadow man once again coming to be a killjoy oh shadow man come on why you gotta do this just because chill man told you to forget that guy honestly he sucks you're better than that yeah i mean well i don't know if he is but at least i don't know if dub shadow man is Maybe I don't know, but going anyway, to so better than that. Yeah, that's this is true. So yeah, uh, Shadow Man has like a virus takeover, and like this giant crane in the arcade used to catch like giant stuffed animals, just like plucks poor Lan up and drops him into like the the pit of giant stuffed animals, which I would also like to be a part of. Oh, same. I love those stuffed animals. I love how big they are. And I love how they come out in a giant capsule, which Lan also comes out of. Lan becomes a gotcha! Gotcha! He's in a whole capsule and everything, and he's gonna probably suffocate within minutes. It's alright. <laughs> He'll be perfectly preserved. <laughs> also, it's so weird that one of the gigantic stuffed animals they have and there's like some sort of pink shogoth because it's just a bunch of pink fur with a whole bunch of eyeballs on it oh good you know that's what i'd want to win i mean same i i made my own honestly <laughs> so okay. yeah uh, hub is forced to you know try and fight without land but he does not last very long at all and shadow man summons up a bunch of very cute uh, little little virus guys that combine into one very cute and big virus guy. 
And so, you know, since Mega Man's helpless, uh, Pride knows that she has to break Lan out, like, get Lan out of the gotcha capsule so he can, you know, help Mega Man. And, like, she straight up just, like, slams her fist against this, like, you know, presumably plastic giant container presumably but it shatters like glass it does shatter like glass but like either fucking way like just with like a few solid wax from her hands and the thing shares and it's like god damn girl you are strong she is she is a consummate warrior a consummate philosopher a consummate poet she is everything she is she is very very good uh lan is sweet enough to bandage her hand and is there do we have blood in the original no not really oh okay see that was the other thing that made me like well i mean i guess it's a kid's show so it'd be censored i don't know but anyway so yeah so he bandages her hand because you know even with, if it wasn't cut that would you know certainly make it hurt like hell um Absolutely. And, so- and we get to see lan without his headband on yeah, we get this, the return of his messy headbandless hair, and it's cute. And then, so yeah, so he gets to, he reconnects with his PAT, and so they are both immediately able to just get Shadow Man's ass. Because they're united as one. Mm-hmm. They even and speak Leo. in unison, it's so cute. Yeah, so uh, Lan changes to Heat Guts again. Uh, the virus, the big vi- giant virus, which apparently was a kunai virus, is defeated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shadow Man fucks off again. And I think you'll appreciate that Heat Guts is fighting versus Dark. You know, I was more thinking, like, you know, kind of in terms of, like, Shadow Man's weaponry being, like, you know, steel ninja stars. And then I was like, oh, good choice, because, you know, not only will that beat Shadow Man, but that will also be good against Night Man when you resume your fight. But, you know, yeah, I guess he's he definitely would be more dark. So, and, yeah, the guts, yes, yeah. There we go. It's a good, yeah, that's a good combo all around. We don't get to see how it ends, but that's fine. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, they do not resume their fight because Lan is very sweet and concerned that, you know, uh, since Pride has already hurt her hand, she shouldn't do something like net battle. And, you know, they're just he's just like, oh, we can do just do it tomorrow. But Pride is like, no, we can't. I have to leave tomorrow. And it's yeah. So. So, yeah, they must give their goodbyes. Uh, Pride knows it is her time to return, like, you know, return to her country, come tomorrow. She yeah. gives Lana kissy goodbye. Yeah, she gives a kissu. And then he blushy uh, and collapse. Yeah. And so she returns to her women in black, and they're like, wow, that was impressive. You managed to, you, you know, you managed to elude us the entire day this time. Which implies that she has a habit of running away like this, which I love. I also love how she goes bomb bomb right outside of her limo in order to yeah. make the fireworks go. Yeah, does like a fi- yeah, she does like a finger gun like outside her window, and then yeah, the fireworks go off, and I was just like, oh my god, you're so cute. Perfect women do exist. Yeah. So, you know, she returns, so the next day she's on the, new- like, you know, the-, the news is talking about Princess Pride again, and she's 
standing there in full princess getup, and once again, you know, she looks like very much older in full princess mode, and like she's like very, like very much like a standing at adult height as well. So, mm. well, she does have high heels on, so that would help. She does, but you know, that's that's not. You know, it definitely it's definitely still like a big difference between like how she looks compared to land through the rest of the episode. Yeah, you can do miracles by just hunching over, of course. That's true, but like, but like they still they show her like standing at full height. Um, yeah, well, different model sheets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, plain. Yeah, CG plane, but it's uh, you know on. Like during her conference, she's like talks about how like you know how nice it was to visit Ten Tech City. Uh, she even gives a special shout out to Lam, and she's yeah. still wearing his headband on her hand. So and talks about like yeah, her new best friend. And it's just yeah, it's all very very cute. Very and yes, cute. And, and she flies off on a CG plane. And, and you uh, know, Nightman's little brothers from now on are going to protect Japan. That didn't. They don't meant. They don't say that in the dub. That's so cute. Yes. God, that's so good. Fuck. Well, but yeah. So Lan shows up at school, and the kids are like, "Hey, Lan, did you see on the news?" And and I'm like, "He's twelve. Why would he watch the news?" <laughs> I don't watch the news regularly, and I'm and I'm twenty seven. But anyway, yeah, so he's like, yeah, no, this, this, like, you know, the princess made a speech about meeting someone in Dentex City, and he's just like, and and they're like, they say like, oh, I wonder if that, the, the you know, the friend you made that was turned out to be a girl was, like, Princess Pride after all, but, like, even Meilu's, like, saying it in a joking manner, and, and Lance is like, oh, no way, I'd know if I met a princess, right? <laughs> it's sort of the opposite in the original. Oh? Because the kids are like, ah, well, she sure was pretty. Not as pretty as me. Yai. Uh, and they're all like, well, oh, yeah, well, I guess she's going back to, her, back to her thing now, but they don't do any guesses about whether Quip and Princess Pride are the same person. It's only wow. Nan who's, who goes... Uh, who who talks about, oh, well, Creamland has some really strong net battlers in it. Wink, wink. He, there's a comment like that in the dub as well. But he's the only one who knows. Oh, oh, wait. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, shit. Huh. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I, uh, does the original also uh, show Tori clearly having a crush on Princess Pride? Oh, yeah, yeah. Blushing okay. full on. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, so it is different. So, huh. Once again, full of like little differences that I really did not expect. Doesn't ruin it, of course. It just makes it slightly different. Yeah. Oh, well, these were a good, happy pair of episodes. Yeah, no, these are very, very good and uh, very positive. Agreed. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, shit. God, this is the first one of 2022. Uh, Time keeps yeah. going. It keeps going. Um, any other parting words you'd like to say? 
I can't think of any. I just I just think that Princess Pride is a really nice character. She is. And so, you know, for those who don't know, don't worry. She's going to return and we're going to be very happy about it, especially when she returns uh, along with another character that's coming along. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can see us freak out over a heterosexual ship. Sometimes the straights do win. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, uh, podcast man logging the fuck out. Greg, get the hell out of here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Uh huh. I should share with you that at the end of the oh. original rip upload that they have, oh. they show fan drawings. Oh, man. I want fan drawings in my the end of this show. You know, it's really cute to see how kids are like reacting to it and sending in their own pictures of Mega Man in his different forms and like, oh man, that's so cute. Good. Oh, yeah. Thank you for remembering to add that. Craig, leave. I'm going to make paper dolls out of you. I'm going to make paper dolls out of you. Whatever turns you on, Wiley.